arbitrary. Welcome everyone to another belated edition of Drunk Agile. Um, bit of a hiatus there. Pratik decided he wanted to take the summer off. So um, we're just getting back into it. Uh, with me as always is Pratik, but we can't. Oh. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Hey, Nisha. Hey, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> she acknowledged me. That's 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 a win. <laughs> Some things have changed. Some things have actually changed. That that that's a win. I'm, I'm going to count that. Um, Pratik here as well. Pratik, what are you drinking? Uh, today is the Elijah Craig Battleproof. It's a sixty-two point four percent. Uh, we, I had posted a picture of the bar earlier and people had recommended Blanton's and Glentonac, but when I looked at it, I kind of went, mm. so we might, we might, we might make this a little more interactive. We were just talking about it. Because that's what we do here at Drunk Agile. We ignore all customer feedback, right? <laughs> just, just, we're not going to listen to you at all. Why so, not? Yeah, why, why, why even bother? <laughs> why even bother? Uh, I'm drinking, I'm just drinking a nondescript old fashioned. I think it's uh, Buffalo Trace, but uh, mm. Whatever. So cheers, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> cheers. I am going to, I'm going to kick off tonight's, uh, tonight's topic and I'm going to hand it over to Pratik and he's just going to talk about cricket the whole time. So I'm just going to apologize right now uh, for those of you who don't understand anything about cricket. Um, actually, I'm hoping he won't, but. Uh, following up on the last couple of episodes that we've done with this whole idea of variation and, you know, what is signal versus what is noise and how to detect signal versus how to, how to detect noise. Uh, and we had a, had a flood of comments come in because, you know, one, one of the examples we gave, I think, I know it's been so long, one of the examples we gave was this whole idea of, you know, what happens when a scrum team, what happens if a scrum team were to finish or were, were able to hit their goal on say the fourth day of the sprint? Or when the first PBI finishes, or whatever, you know, what what is what is that that Scrum team supposed to do? Um, and we got, like I said, we got we got a we got a flood of responses. I think four, uh, which is, which is a flood for us. <laughs> Talking about how that is a failure of estimation, how that is a failure of planning, how that is a failure of consistency, and that I mean, essentially, I don't want to put words in these people's mouths but essentially blaming the team for doing Scrum badly in that case. Um, so Pratik, can you talk about that? And we're, we're gonna try and tie this in because believe it or not, there's a tie into this whole signal versus noise thing that we will get to. Uh, but so Pratik, can you kick us off and, 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 and talk to, well, I guess just say whatever you wanna say. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. Um, so so what's, what's, what's interesting about this for me is in, in all of Agile, lean, whatever, our our focus has always been, can we shorten the feedback loop? Can we make things smaller so we can get these done things done faster, but get 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 results faster, get feedback faster? Um, and for some reason we have latched onto this thing of well if a sprint length is three weeks, um the goal has to last three weeks. Instead of looking at this goal and going, can we break this down into smaller goals that can be achieved faster and we can move on to the next goal? Um, we flash onto this. Now, I, I, I've talked to a few Scrum trainers and at least one Scrum trainer has at least said to me that uh, I'm totally cool with the team finishing a goal and then starting the next goal and starting the next goal within the same print. Now, I don't know if that's, if that's Scrum or not, but... Uh, 
for the most part, we hear exactly what Dan was saying. We hear exactly uh, the thing of um, that was something wrong, something wrong that the team did. They got done early. Um, so we're gonna have a little contest here. We we are gonna we're gonna count the number of times that Dan says arbitrary tonight, um, because uh, that that this this episode is going to be brought to you by the word arbitrary. Um, because <laughs> you just you just you just figured out the title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I'm not. Uh, I know it, I know it sounds like I'm denigrating Scrum, and eh, I I, I kind of am, um, but. The, the whole idea of a sprint length is completely, it is completely 100%, no doubt about it, arbitrary, right? When when a team, the scrum guide just says, you know, hey, uh, you know, one month or less, that's arbitrary, right? It, 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 it says, you know, it, it says nothing about your particular context. It says nothing about, um, about your particular capability of your process. It just says, hey, pick something in in one month or less why one month because that's what's in the you know that's within the scrum guide that's that's what we say because one month is better than than two months um i think the scrum guide actually even says you know and er, even err on the side of less than one month or whatever but no matter no matter how you slice it it is 100 arbitrary so if you you know if you are able to hit your goal say, say you're doing a two-week sprint and you're able to hit your sprint goal on the fourth day of the sprint. If you go back to our previous episodes about variation and signal versus noise, that is not signal. That's you, you, uh, your arbitrary target was 14 days. The fact that you got it in, in four days is, is not signal. That's not a signal that something bad happened in your process. You're, what you're doing is you're ascribing um, a judgment call based again on a completely arbitrary definition of a time box. Help me out here before I say arbitrary yeah, again, well, what, what's, uh, arbitrary. What's, what's, <laughs> what's worse is if you're taking action on it, you're literally doing what Schuert said is a mistake. It's, it's, it's the second, you're literally tampering. If you're taking action on something that's not a signal, that's by definition tampering. You're tampering with your process. Hopefully Phil is watching. Every time we say tampering, we take a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> Oh, arbitrary trampling. That's the name of the episode. Okay. <laughs> but that's what's happening. It's, it's, uh, we're arbitrarily tampering. Um, it's, so Dan said, I'll talk about cricket. So I have to talk about cricket. The way cricket works, for, for, for those of you who don't know it, is a, a one side bat first sets up a target. That's essentially your sprint planning, your sprint goal. And say, hey, you have to score 300 runs or points let's say, in, in the next whatever, 300 deliveries or whatever, 300 pitches if, for, for, to make people make it easier for, for Americans who are used to baseball to understand that. Um, then the other side goes in and says, okay, this is my target. So let's say that your scrum team, this is my target. If you achieve that in 200 pitches, you have won, game's over, great. We'll, we'll see you next day and, and, and play the next game. It's not that, oh, we achieved it, but that was a mistake on our part. Uh, it's actually counted as a good thing, not a bad thing. It was not a mistake that I achieved the target sooner. And I know it's, 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 you, people can probably come up with a whole different bunch of examples, but the, the point is exactly what Dan was speaking, which is just because we have chosen a sprint length, 
does not mean that every goal has to exactly fit that sprint plan. There's going to be variability. That variability is a good thing. It's a thing that just happens, not a thing that the, the universe is conspiring against you. Yeah, yeah, we, we need we need to come back because I, I, I want to follow what you said. Somebody remind me, we need to come back and talk about how um, time boxes hide the probabilistic nature of the world and actually are kind of the antithesis of variation. Um, I need to come, or maybe that's maybe that's the next episode or something like that. I don't know. Am I supposed to remember all of that? All of that. <clears throat> okay. But to follow what Pratik is saying, the, to put more of a kind of a lean or flow lens on this, um, the whole idea of a target like this, or, or you know, or um, you know, the the again arbitrary uh, definition of a time box, that's that's akin to the voice of the customer. That's just somebody somewhere setting some specification that says, "Hey, we want this, right?" What we, what we, from a predictability perspective, what we really care about, however, is the voice of the process. What is, what is our process telling us? Now, if those two things are misaligned, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It will be up to you to decide in your context: is that a bad thing? And if that is a bad thing, You've got three choices, right? You can change your target, change your specification, you can change your process, or you can do both, right? But you, but just the fact that you are not hitting your time boxes, I would argue, is not evidence enough to say, you know, oh, our process is all wrong. Let's 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 go off the rails and let's change our process. Yeah, there there there, there are two things that I'm anticipating already from 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 the viewers, so I'm going to jump into those straight away. First is Scrum allows you to, to deliver whenever you want. It totally does. You can continuously keep delivering. We are not talking about that. We're talking about the sprint goal. We're talking about achieving the goal. Uh, uh, so we, we completely agree. You can deliver whenever you want, but we're talking about the sprint goal. And uh, the, the second bit is uh, a lot of people will say the good thing about the time box is that it helps teams be focused. For this period of time, we're focused. Frankly, if you have a sprint goal, that should be the thing focusing you. It's not the time box, it's the goal that's actually the focus. Because even in the Scrum Guide, it will tell you, every day we inspect progress towards the sprint goal and figure out what we're going to do in the next day to, to make progress towards the sprint goal. It's the goal that's focusing you, not the time box. The time box is, as I've heard someone say, arbitrary. It's this arbitrary thing. It's a goal that's focusing you. And once you're done with that goal, great, let's focus on the next goal. Uh, we do not need to let the time box decide when we focus on the next goal or consider it as a problem if we achieved our goals early. Most of the time you achieve your goals early, that's a good thing. And, and I guess to be, to even clarify your clarification, when we talk, again, we're not, we're not, we're not saying that um, Scrum is necessarily bad by setting a time box, although that might be the topic for the next conversation for the for the for the next. Um, um, what we're saying is the interpretation, the interpretation that if you haven't hit your time box, whether you finish before or we haven't even talked about the other, where yeah. is if you don't hit your if you don't hit your goal, you know, oh our our time box expired and we didn't hit our goal again. Therefore, there's something wrong with our with our process. 
you're, you're th th that's the, that's what we're talking about. The interpretation of you didn't exactly hit that, um, hit your time box, interpreting that as signal. That's what we're saying is incorrect based on our, our, our talk about, about variability. Um, just so everybody, just so we're, 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 you know, handing out lumps all over here, uh, you know, flow teams aren't necessarily uh, immune to this either, you know, cause we can talk about an SLE and SLE is a target, but at least the way that Pratik and I teach flow and Kanban is if a team were to miss their SLE, we don't, we don't mention that as, you know, signal that the process needs to change, that we need to sit there and say, okay, team, estimate harder or plan harder or whatever. That's why it's called a service level expectation. It's a probabilistic statement. We recognize that we are going to be wrong from time to time. Um, now, if it turns out over time, our data is telling us something that might, that might suggest a, a change in our process, but just for a, you know, a single instance of we missed our SOE, that should not be interpreted as a signal either. Yeah, and I, I kind of want to repeat that one thing of it's service level expectation where we're expecting this will happen. It could, but, but we're also expecting the unexpected. It is possible that this will happen. This is not a service level agreement. We're not going to get fined if this doesn't happen. It's service level expectation. And yeah, yep. the, we, we, we've talked a bunch about signal and noise. And at some point, we have to talk about the real way to figure out signal and noise. Uh, but yeah, the, the, these these uh, the time boxes, even your SLEs, are not the ideal way to figure out signal and noise. Okay? They can give you an indication, maybe an SLE can. I don't know if a time box can, but um, there are more rigorous ways. Which again, that's for another episode. Okay, well, I mean, I I, I think we kind of beat this one to death. Um, I know you just said the last word. Do you, is there anything else you would like to add in terms of of, of wrapping it up? before we uh, call this one good? Uh, uh, yes, I'll add one more thing. We've been talking about Scrum. I, again, this applies to anything that uses a time box. Um, if you're doing PI planning that lasts a quarter, same thing applies. If you're doing traditional waterfall that's uh, running six months or a year long or five year long projects, same thing applies. Anything that has a time box, not hitting the time box is not necessarily a signal. So there you have it. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd love for, to hear from you. Obviously not about whiskey. We don't want to hear from you about that because we won't, we won't no, listen no. to you there. <laughs> we can um, make our own decisions on that. What do you think about, what do you think about time boxes and, um, and signal? Next episode sounds like we've got a lot of material here about the, the next episode uh, around, you know, how time boxes, how do I want to say this? How most people think that time boxes are helping you with complexity and risk. Um, but but what really is happening is time boxes are increasing your complexity and increasing your risk. And we might talk about that next time. Uh, and you're right, we do need to maybe have an episode, maybe we already dig a little deeper about how really say, hey, what is our voice of our process so that we can really distinguish signal from noise? That might be an, a, another one too. So leave us a comment, let us know what you think. Uh, we would love love to hear from you. Hopefully, hopefully we can beat our, our best of four of four comments. Um, so with that, for Nisha, who is over there on the floor somewhere, she's actually moved over to. Oh, the there she is. Now. Yeah. Hey, Nisha. Uh, so for Nisha, uh, for Pratik Singh, my name is Daniel Vacanti. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you in the next episode. Good night, everyone. Arbitrary.